want is an opportunity. This is America, ain't it? Who the fuck's stopping you? This is Bootlegging, where each week we will discuss HBO's original series, Boardwalk Empire. Grab a glass of your favorite libation, and let's do a little chin wagging. Welcome to Bootlegging, a Boardwalk Empire podcast. This is your host, Colton. And this is Chris. And today we're going to be talking about Season 2, Episode 3, titled uh, Dangerous Maid. So, Chris, what did you get from the title? We've gone over what the titles from the previous episodes have had some meaning. What did you get from this? And this this week's episode kind of goes along with the same theme of... I didn't get a damn thing from it because I <laughs> I didn't know what it was actually referencing. Um, so, yeah, as far as uh, my first impression of the title, I that I I didn't I didn't know what to uh, what to think of it. So, God, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's really simple, dude. The title? No, I don't know what the fuck this title means. <laughs> this is the first. Other than I I looked it up. It is a play. But it's like I did, yeah, I did look it up uh, eventually, and yeah, it, it is a musical. Yeah, but it wasn't even like a really famous musical. Like I was like, okay, wait, what? So, right, and I, I think the uh, what was it Gershwin? Wasn't this a, a um, the musical was a his his first uh, fully scored musical uh that he did and i maybe i'm completely wrong but i think that's who um that's who wrote this musical we're going with um, it. it's live yeah and um so this was his like first fully scored fully written by him uh musical and i guess that's really the biggest uh the biggest takeaway that i ended up with after you know doing a little bit of research is that this was kind of the jumping off point for a pretty famous musical writer so okay so you then you got more out of it than I did because <laughs> I didn't even know all of that. Like I literally, I did a small amount of research on it, and I was like, I got, I got nothing. So, and and honestly, the only reason I even looked into it is because I, I'm I, call call me lame in the comments if you want, but I love musicals. So <laughs> that's I do, know and that. I knew George Gershwin, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. This is his, that that was his first real big uh, big hit. So okay, got it. Well. So that's the title then. <laughs> um, so we'll just go ahead and uh, go right into the episode. We open with um, oh, so good. <laughs> Michael Shannon is Michael Shannon. praying <laughs> and making bland toast because that's making his some life. Real harsh sounding toast. <laughs> like you can hear him scraping that jelly. <laughs> On that toast. <laughs> I don't even think it's... Oh, no, it is. Yeah, it's preserves. Yeah, I, it's like... I don't know. I was just like, all right, well, that's a... Uh, that is... But that is what I imagine breakfast is to him every day. Like, it is yeah, literally right. a <laughs> cup of coffee and no more than one cup because you don't want to be influenced by caffeine. Yeah. <laughs> and a slice of plain toast that he spoils himself by having some strawberry preserves on it. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, he's... Having his breakfast, and we get to see uh, Lucy. Now we've seen her already in this episode or in this season, but now this is kind of the first episode that we're really seeing her her character more. And right, I kind we kind of get, and it, this will go along with the episode. I kind of feel sorry for her 
Like, I kind of pity her. She's pathetic. If I want to, I don't want to use the word like she herself is pathetic, but the situation she's in is pathetic. Like, oh, yeah. I can't believe I'm saying this. I feel bad for Lucy. <laughs> like, I said the exact same thing at the at, right at this point. I was like, dude, are you going to make me feel sorry for Lucy? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but that's it. Like, I did. I felt bad for her. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. I, it's just how. Basically, being held captive. I don't want to say she's a slave, but because she, but she in a way is, but she's more just being held, just a, a, a tool, like a piece of property. Like until you plop right. out this baby, you know, you're gonna stay here. Yeah, you're staying right here. No, yeah, I, I just, yeah. And then this is also the first time. So the actress that plays Lucy, she's really pretty, right? Like we can agree, she's a very attractive right. woman. The fact that they have her without makeup on. I was like, that's kind of really strange. Like, they're really showing, like, who she is. You're kind of getting this whole new character of the actress, you know? Like, she's not who she was, you know, three episodes ago. No, not at all. Not at all. But I think um, there's... uh, I got that sense from a couple of characters in this episode especially that, like... Oh, really? These characters are not who they were uh, in the last Okay. There's been a lot of development. Okay, I'm kind of... I didn't really get some of that, so I'm curious to see your insight on that. That's going to be kind of interesting. So that 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 scene ends with her telling Michael Shannon that she's wanting to go out. You know, she's not necessarily wanting to party, but she's just wanting to get you know a socialization to you know to actually t- right. talk with other people besides this boring, boring person that just sits at the, at, at yeah. the house the entire time, right? And then she mentions even some, like a record player. I don't remember the actual name that she calls it because it wasn't a record player at that time. It was something else about how she that's like her only communication is she hears the neighbor's music playing. Right. Um, from there, we go to Margaret and Nucky at the house. Nucky's kind of staring off. He's kind of showing, I guess, that he's defeated right now. I'm not saying he's yeah, he's feeling he's- it right. In his pajamas in like the middle Smoking of the Smoking jacket. By the way, I really like that jacket. I really want it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Margaret comes in, and she's also dressed kind of plainly, I guess. She right. mentions how she's going to take her clothes back to Madame Genet um, for money, and Nucky doesn't like that. He's not wanting her to have to lose, right? Her to have to give up something. Right. So – He's kind of upset. You can tell, like, he's realizing that it's not just his life that's being affected now. It's his his woman's wife. I mean, uh, wife. I want to keep, like I said, I want to keep saying it's his wife. That She basically yeah, they live they, together. They basically. Yeah. Yeah. And it's affecting her now. And he, I think he's starting to feel that. Like, that's even more on him where right. he realizes the Commodore's messing with me, but he's also fucking with my family at this point. You know, yeah. And, yeah, and I give Margaret credit on this. She's a very strong person. Like she's willing to give up. Like I don't need to have these amazing clothes. Like I can give it back. Right. I came from nothing. I don't have to be. You know, I can go back to it if I have to. Right, and I mean, it's also you know, Nucky gets upset about this also because he mentions it that they they have to keep the appearance that nothing is yeah. wrong. Like you, you can't be selling your stuff off because that would that would show the world that you know I'm I'm in some deep something. So 
you know, he, he makes that point that like, no, 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 you can't be doing that. We have to make it seem like we're, you know, business yes. as usual. And we see that she gets a letter from the Pinkerton agency um, who, if you don't know that that was, it was a real, they're actually still around. They're actually still a real detective agency. Um, yeah, no, I didn't huh. know they were still around. And then uh, at one point when I was, I can't remember what I was doing, but I was like job searching and I was like, Oh, cool! I could apply. I saw that they were hiring. Their hiring, their hiring nice. process <laughs> is like more strict than the FBI. Like they are still, yeah, they wow. are still so like <laughs> top notch. Like if you go and you work for the Pinkerton agency, you're that you're like at that level. Like it's that. It's I thought it was cool. You know that. Yeah, I did huh. not. I I didn't even apply. I was like, nope, <laughs> <laughs> can't make it. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna just go ahead and save you the trouble of looking into my past because I'm not gonna make your stand. I will not fit it at all. You all will laugh at me. And oh, <laughs> uh, so she gets a letter from them, and we are gonna find out later on in the episode what that's about. Uh, from there, we go to see. <laughs> I even have it in my notes. Um, I had mentioned to you about how I was half a bottle of wine in when I wrote my notes. <laughs> So some right. of them I'm laughing at right now. Uh, we go from there to Milk Toast SquarePants. Is <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I don't want to just have a nickname for every character, but there's just certain characters. No, <laughs> screw that. <laughs> we're going to write our own version of Boardwalk at some point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> from there we go, we see uh, Milk Toast, and he's, uh, he's the, the only worker for Nucky at this point, right? Yeah, yeah, he's the only guy that backed Nucky and said, you know, no, I'm I'm still on your side. So he's his only courier right now, yeah. uh, you know, courier, cor courier yeah. <laughs> but his uh his uh unfortunate that it's this guy, but his only like better strong than nothing, arm yeah. that he's got for him right arm, now. Yeah. <laughs> if it yeah, kind of, you know, mediocre <laughs> arm, I guess. He's He's trying. <laughs> he's doing his best. So yeah, <laughs> he's going and collecting money, and he's at now the place that he's at. Is this Nucky's Casino? I feel like it yeah. is. Right? Yeah. It, okay. Yeah, it is. Or you know, and I can't remember from first season. Did it say that yeah. he owns? I mean, he owns, he owns pretty much. Everything, I know for a fact so, he, he but... like legally abusing quotes on that, but he does own like openly admits to owning a casino. And I feel like this okay. is it. It is. It's it's the same casino we saw in season okay. one. And so he's there to collect money, and the guy stating that it's they don't have that much. That you know they're getting the bottom shelf booze. People don't want to come and get bottom shelf booze, right? They're wanting right. to get the best stuff that right. they can. So, and I mean, he even the uh, the owner breaks down. You know. The truth that still exists nowadays that, you know, the reason people just keep going and keep gambling is because they're getting pumped full of free right. drinks. And, you know, if they don't if they don't have drinks to give to these people, they're not going to gamble. And so he's trying to make the excuse that that's why the uh, the envelope is a bit light <laughs> this week. Yeah. And the uh, I, the Irish guy that's helping out Slater, Daredevil, Daredevil. Matt Murdock is. <laughs> there and he's also seeing kind of what's happening and so i think this and this will come about here in a couple of scenes uh but he sees what's going on i just thought it was kind of weird that this is why i wasn't for certain if this was his casino because if this is nucky's casino wouldn't nucky know that they're getting the shitty booze 
Yeah, exactly. So, I, I mean, maybe there's something we're missing. If somebody wants to write in and let us know, because I, 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 I don't know. It just it did seem kind of weird that if this is Nucky's place, that why would he allow his group to get you know? The, unless Nucky's drinking all the good stuff, so right. <laughs> But I mean, even the uh, even the manager, I guess, is what he is. Even he uh, mentions in this little conversation with Milk Toast that, um, you know, I had to hire this guy because Nucky wanted me to hire him. You know, kind of oh, making yeah. it seem as though Nucky is the one calling the shots there. Also, That's right. so it's it is kind of a weird. Like I'm not 100 percent sure what the dynamic there is and why it is that this guy can try to you know short Nucky when it's clearly him calling the shots right in this casino so uh, yeah you're right it, it was it's a bit odd that um that that even happened if this is his place okay, yeah i didn't even think about it that way or when he first says that yeah you're right the the commodore's meeting with uh mccoy is who i have it down right so mccoy at <laughs> this time is if i remember right this is the governor of new jersey okay and He's well. He's talking about. They're not meeting with McCoy, but they're they're talking about meeting with him. And oh no no, I'm sorry. The governor's not McCoy. I am so sorry. I can't remember the governor's name. McCoy is the captain of the yacht. The this yes, is the captain that brings the in the booze. Yeah, that that's bringing in the yes. booze. Right. And the Commodore, which you so elegantly pointed out about it was last season right I, that you mentioned that that the commodore obviously the name commodore is related to yachts and now we right. find out oh he is heavily connected with the ocean going folk so oh yeah i mean they're 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 having this meeting in right. a yacht club um because they, yeah they have all the uh the nautical flags in the background everything like that so that's uh you know, score one for me for <laughs> having grown up in the uh, nautical world. I can actually be like, hey, I know something. <laughs> but um, yeah, so and and it kind of surprised me because this is the first time we've seen this guy. If, if my memory serves correct, this is the first time we've seen this guy since like the early episodes. What? Episode one of the first yeah, season. He, uh, this is the first time I remember seeing him. He again. was one of the main guys in episode one, like the first scene. And right. we have not, I don't, if I remember it, we have not seen him since then. Right. But now it's kind of, you know, he, he's obviously uh, done well for himself since then because he definitely does think highly of himself. Yeah, a, yeah, a little, <laughs> a little. But at this point, we're seeing, I even lose even more respect to the Commodore because, okay, I get he's wanting to beat Nucky. I get it. I get that. But now you're willing to have another guy arrested with the national or with the um um the coast guard the coast because guard. he's not benefiting you like dude, snitches right. get stitches and this guy needs yeah, to right. be all the way zipped up okay I'm sorry like <laughs> bro I I don't know that like really like it pisses me off I'm like dude you're you're playing so this is like that I don't and I don't know if this really ever happened or not but you know like on Facebook there was like that meme going around of how um, all these drug dealers were calling uh, the tip line to get like the four thousand dollar reward, and they were turning in their competitors. Like, <laughs> oh, good that's grief. what the, that is. What the Commodore is, okay? <laughs> and I would even go further. Like, this dude is just trying to go scorched earth. Because yeah. I mean, dude, like, 
I obviously he wanted to set up a deal with this guy, but when he got the no, I'm not going to do that, or you know what, uh, you can't you know push me around. The Commodore was just like, okay, I'll just destroy, I'll just burn it all to the ground. How about that instead? <laughs> like, come on, man, you're you're gonna screw yourself yeah. over doing that like, kind of thing. <laughs> you could have come back to this dude in like a month or so and been like, hey, man. I got a little more. I'm willing to give you this amount now. And maybe the guy would have like loosened yeah. up a little bit and be like, hey, Nucky's not doing so well. Maybe I do need to get on this guy's side. But no, he just went straight right. up. No, yeah. I agree. You're, yeah, you <laughs> put it perfectly. Yeah, he's a scorched earth type guy on it. Yeah. It's, oh, I hate it. I hate it, <laughs> I hate it so him. hard. <laughs> It's Capone's there. We found out from last episode that Capone was coming to meet with him because he's got some business to go to, and he's meeting with Nucky on behalf of uh, Gran Torino. And Gran Torino, right. <laughs> the first time in a long time that we've seen Capone and Nucky, like, oh yeah, a while, yeah. right? And Capone's showing a new a new face. Capone is a lot more business. He's a lot more. Like serious, he's not there just to joke around. He's but he's also being very right. respectful. He was even saying, you know, uh, Johnny sends his uh, wishes, you know. And I do kind of like what Nucky said. So, like, if he really cared, he would have come and told me in person, right? So, right. I, and I I do agree with Nucky on that. If it was really that personal, then he would have sent somebody else, right? And I kind of feel this is going to be a weird. I kind of feel bad for. Capone in this too because Capone's an <laughs> asshole right like I mean the dude's a psychopath right. but he's sitting there talking about like his dad his dad just died and Nucky is just like what did he say like bro you like really like you're just gonna cut him <laughs> off like that I don't know I, I, I kind of <laughs> feel bad for Capone it's probably the only time ever I'm gonna say that it's like the only time I'm ever gonna say I feel bad for Lucy but I kind of yeah, feel right. bad for Capone in this like he's I get it's all business, but he was trying to actually have like a real conversation and Nucky just wanted to get straight to business, which I'm not, I'm not downing yeah. Nucky. It's just like, damn, dude, you could have just asked like, oh, I'm, I'm yeah, sorry right. to hear that. <laughs> he, he didn't even say that. He didn't even say, I'm sorry to hear that. He just, what did he say? Like, like he's like, yeah, what do you, uh, what do you want? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and so he, he does try to give Nucky some money, which I thought was kind of, that is that that's the i think the type of person that uh grand torino johnny is it, he's willing to cut business but he's still he doesn't want to make an enemy like that is who torio really is he doesn't want to make an enemy right he's willing to right. hey we may not be like cool at this point i'm going to give you some money maybe in 5 years we can come back to it i i don't know that that's how i felt that he's that type of person yeah yeah um i and I did get that from from you know him giving him that envelope, but I also kind of um, knowing who Nucky is and where he stands. Usually, anyway, like right now, I know he's on rocky ground, but um, it seemed kind of insulting, honestly, a little okay. bit. It's just like here, you know. Maybe this will help you. Like here's a quarter for your troubles, essentially. Like yeah, exactly, exactly. So I mean, because I mean, the dude walks around with an envelope two times as thick as the one that (laughs) uh, Capone drops on his chest (laughs) on the regular. So I kind of saw that as as a little bit of a slap in the face to to Nucky. 
And I mean, obviously, Nucky takes it that way because he's like, no, just to keep your money. I, I don't want it. So. I, didn't, I actually didn't think about it that way. That's a very good possibility. <laughs> <laughs> and I like how this scene ends, though, with uh, Nucky has like I because I, I think Nucky's kind of curious. Nucky says, uh, what is it? He says to him, he goes, how's business in Chicago? Like, I think Nucky's kind yeah. of contemplating maybe I should move to Chicago. Like, maybe I should leave Atlantic City and go to Chicago. I I, I feel like that's kind of how he's thinking a little bit. And I like Capone's okay. answer to it, though. He's like, we're killing it. <laughs> yeah, we're killing him. Yeah. Yeah. How's, how's your uh, how's your competition out there? Yeah, oh, we're killing him. And there's the <laughs> psycho Al that we all know and love. <laughs> right. Next scene is um, Lucy with our favorite character. <laughs> I haven't. No, I'll, I'll be honest. Okay, we have not seen Eddie Cantor in a. It's, it's, been, it's a while. been a while. Yeah, I actually kind of like him in this in this scene. This is I'm, I'm like I'm all. It just tripped me out. Like when he showed up, I was like, "Yeah, what, what is Eddie Cantor doing here right now? <laughs> like, what the hell happened?" Yeah. And they, yeah, they're just like they're friends. It's so weird. <laughs> well, I mean, it does make sense because, I mean, she would have been friends with them, you know, like because that was where right, she worked right. at. But they're like legitimately friends, you know, like he's not oh, just yeah. like, oh, this isn't just a coworker. Like he's going to hang out with her and stuff like that. Yeah. And so he's coming over and they're basically going over um, this new play that's coming out, which is the title of the episode uh, that a dangerous right. maid. And I do like what they're doing because it's like they're reading this script and stuff. And I'm like, okay, this is kind of like what this is like the, the people that they are, right? This is, they would do this for right. fun. Like, and back then, obviously you didn't have television and stuff like that. So you did God knows what for fun, <laughs> but reading a script and kind of acting it out, I feel like is their way of doing it. And we get a nice little blast from the past where Eddie Cantor, who works in the entertainment industry. Okay. Yeah. I feel like, People that work in the entertainment industry, I'm trying to think how to how to like word this, I'm, because I'm not trying to get political or anything like that. But like people that work in the, in the entertainment industry tend to be a lot more liberal, okay, right? right. And they tend to be a lot more like we want to help people, right? Like because a lot of people right. in the entertainment industry at one point started out at the very bottom, like homeless and shit like that. You know, they're right, a lot more right. caring about like the misfortunes and like the 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 lower class of people what however you want to put it right and this guy mm -hmm. is offering a pregnant woman liquor like <laughs> not a glass <laughs> of wine not like a hey let's have a little bit of sherry no he's offering her straight up bourbon and they're yep. drinking it together i'm just like holy shit and they're not and he poured he, a lot when I, when I when I watched, I was like, "That's that's a whole lot." That was at least two <laughs> fingers, okay? Like, and yeah. she's smoking cigarettes. That tripped me and, out. You know, obviously, like nowadays, it's we we know what's up with that, and you know, we know that can cause complications. But even like it was shocking to see. But then I was like, "Wait a minute! This is like this is the twenties, and we didn't even like really start looking into that until like the seventies. So of course they're going to be sitting here smoking and drinking because they don't. Yeah, the, it, it was never really looked at back in the day. So. It was just. Cr it was definitely shocking, it but puts, uh, it puts you, know, you in it. You're right. Funny kind of blast of the past. It's kind of like what you were talking about last season. They they don't show the boardwalk. I feel like as much this season so far. So it's other right. little things that are kind of reminding us that 
Yeah. Right. Half of what we've seen so far this episode could have been in The Sopranos, right? But then yeah, yeah, this exactly. is like, oh, yeah. shit. Why is she drinking liquor? Oh, wait, they didn't know. You know, like. Yeah. <laughs> can't get mad at her. I want to. It's Lucy. I wanted. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I can't. <laughs> so. I want to hate you. <laughs> so they're having a drink and they're talking about basically like how hard she's having it in. And, and, and she is. She's having a really hard time and with this because she's a social person. She's she wants to be on stage. She wants to be, you know, in front of an audience. Right. You know, she like coming out of a cake for a birthday party. That's that's <laughs> yeah. who she is. And here she is knocked up by a a probie. As she even says it by a probie yeah. who's married and she's stuck at home, you know, and oh, and she's in Ocean City. So I looked it up. And even today, on a car ride from Ocean City, Jersey, to actual Atlantic City, is still like almost an hour ride. So that means, oh, yeah, that means so. that, that homeboy Michael Shannon has a commute of like eighteen hours back then, or something. I don't know. <laughs> so the, she's away from her friends. Her I don't think she really has family, but she's away from everybody right. that she knows. Like, he's literally the oh, – I can't believe I'm going to say this. Michael Shannon is the literal version of an abusive spouse at this point. You I shut know. your mouth. I, he hasn't hit her, <laughs> so he's not a full-on abusive person. Maybe he separated her for her own good. I don't know this. <laughs> but, yeah, and so she, I feel bad for her. You know, I really do. And this is showing more that yeah. – I don't, I don't, I kind of how pathetic she, she, her life is right now. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I, ugh, and then I go back to hating her. I just look down at the TV when she's reading the script and she does her little duck bill lips. I was just like, oh, I fucking hate, <laughs> I hate you so much. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, from here we go. And Jimmy's at his house, which, so. <laughs> Victor from the uh, Digging Dexter podcast, we had mentioned in the last episode or two episodes ago about how um, I was like, I'm pretty sure the house is gone, but I need to double check it. Right. I was like, right. I needed to double check. Victor literally texted me back uh friend of the show. Right. Literally texted me back back going, bro, there's nothing to double check. That house is gone. <laughs> no. So the house is literally gone. There's no double checking. There's no nothing. The, in my notes, I'm going to show you really quick. I even have a super fat written gone. <laughs> so sorry, we can't go to her. It. Damn it. Uh, so he's going to his house, and we see that Al's there to meet with Irish. Um, right. Wife is cooking, and um, they're having this lunch and stuff like that. She's really happy, and uh, they're talking Italian. He's married an Italian. Al Capone's married, uh, as he puts it, a Mick. Right. You know, they're kind of going over basically what's been happening and what Al's Al's life has been like and what Jimmy's life essentially has been like. And right. this is where we get to see a little bit deeper side to Capone. We saw Capone's life in the previous season, right, where it's not the best. You know? Yeah, his home life is kind of crazy. He, and half of it is Capone's fault. Okay, he's right. an abusive guy, right? He's not right. that. He's not. A, he's not a good husband. He treats his wife like garbage. His son's death, which is in in real life, we went over in real life. His son really was death, but his son was yeah. death because of syphilis. Which son had right. syphilis because he was born with it because Capone had syphilis. 
because Capone right. had syphilis. So, yeah. like, the vast majority of the problems in Capone's life is his own fault. But with right. this, we see, I guess, we see it kind of hitting him because he sees Jimmy sitting with his son and they're talking, they're having a conversation. That's something he'll never have. He will never have that with his yeah. son. Yeah. Then we see him even kind of snap at um, Richard where Richard asked how um, Adele, did you get that girl's name? It was the hooker he slept with. Um, yeah, yeah. And I didn't know who he was referring to at first. Uh, but Adette? yeah, and uh, Adele. Yeah, I think that sounds right. Adette? Something like that. Yeah, and he even says he's like, "She's a fucking whore." What do you think? I'm like, yeah, damn. Yeah. Like, dude, that's rough. <laughs> I don't, and I don't think, I don't think Capone and Richard obviously like, like they don't really. I think Capone looks at Richard with. You're a tool, and that's it. And Richard yeah. looks at Capone essentially like you're an idiot. Like I don't, th- I just, I don't. Know. I feel like they don't really have that good of a capor, anyways. So no, no, not at all. No, and that's that's pretty obvious with that conversation that they had with each other. That yeah, um, they they're not getting along. And <laughs> no. we do see now one of the other takeaways from this, and it comes back up here in a little bit. Is we see that. Um, Capone talks about his dad, how his dad was a barber his whole life, you know, and right. Jimmy even says like, well, it's an it's an honest way to make a living. And and Capone's like, yeah. it worked him to death, though, you know, like, right. We're starting to see and we will see it here in a, again in just a little bit. Uh, and I'll go back to it. But we're starting to see Jimmy's Jimmy's thinking different than Jimmy season one. Season two, Jimmy is right. A different character than season one. He's kind of second guessing the, the the lifestyle, right? Right now, and and the the things he has to do. The the yeah, it's just the whole lifestyle. He's kind of because I mean, with a family, uh, you know, you can't. How long can you keep this kind of thing up? Oh yeah, like it just it, it just I I don't see it as viable, and I think Jimmy is uh, starting to look into that himself. So. Yeah. I mean, that's it's true. I mean, how many gangsters in real life get to retire? I mean, let's look at let's look at yeah, it that right. way. Like <laughs> the vast majority don't get to do that. So we get to see Eli now for the first time this uh, episode, and we've already known what Eli has done. Okay, from last season. Well, last episode. it's it's the second time because I mean he was at the uh, the yacht. Oh club yeah 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 yeah. You're with, right. You're uh, right. The captain, but he didn't really he didn't add too much to that. Um, it was mostly just like a he he did say something and I can't remember what he said at that dinner, but it the the Commodore was basically just like, Okay, whatever. <laughs> and he just went yeah. on with his business. Um so yeah, then we see him coming home, which is I, I thought it was um kind of funny the sharp contrast between Jimmy, you know, switching from Jimmy sitting with his one kid, um, you know, having this little moment with his son and then Eli walking through the door and getting just bombarded by all of his kids because he's Irish and it's just like all eight. I all think he has loud eight if I noise remember right. th- like crazy. <laughs> oh god. Uh, yeah. Eli's dad and Nucky's dad is very very like not happy with what's going on. But he's also confused. Right. And I think that this opens up a new thing inside of Eli because he sees his dad looking at the newspaper and he's like, really, his dad's upset because he's like, he needs your help. 
and he's like, no, dad, right. you know, you need to take a bath because his dad's obviously has like Alzheimer's or something like that. Then he finally says, he goes, no, he's like, you're supposed to protect Eli. Eli is an idiot or something like something along those lines. Right. Eli now is I think he's wondering, he's like, am I really like, does my dad really think this about me? Or he's also wondering about the life choices he's making right now. Am I making the right choices? Right. Right. That's how I, I looked at it, at least. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um I mean me d- just just watching it um it, I was a little confused what exactly was happening and I I guess that's kind of the point because like you said um their father is, you know, uh, suffering from obvious mental problems. He's not keeping things straight anymore. Um but definitely when he said that I was like, "Oh man, Eli is going to be yeah, he I'm sure he's very, very conflicted yeah. now because uh, in the first season we saw how how high in regard his father held yes. Eli when he was in his right mind. But now we're kind of like, well, you know, what what does he actually think of him and what does Eli feel about that now? It's kind of kind of a rough position for him to be it's, in now. Yeah, no. Yeah, I fully agree. So we're going and we're seeing Nucky's coming home. Margaret's looking through some paperwork and we're seeing that it's, it's some people. We're not sure who they are. We, we don't know. Right. We, right. We're not exactly sure who it is that she's looking at. She's looking through. It looks like some photos of some, maybe some family members. We're just honestly not for sure at this point. Right. Yeah. And they're talking about their day essentially like kind of like what's been happening. I didn't honestly get a lot out of this. I, maybe you did. The whole scene, like I, other than her looking at the photos, to me that was the biggest part. But that's because of what comes up later, and I, and I right. still don't. It, well, well, I don't want to get into it too much. We'll get into that in a little bit. The main thing I got was just that you know, um, Margaret has been playing playing her character now, um, you know, hiding anything that she has wrong. As much as she can, anyway, from Nucky. Okay. Because she knows Nucky's going through so much shit right, right now. Um, but even even through, uh, you know, she puts on her disguise and is like, oh, nothing's wrong. You know, uh, how was your day? Nucky's still like, no, something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, you need to tell me. And so Margaret, she's like telling him, I don't want to put any more burden on you. You have enough going on, uh, you know, in your own life. Um, but Nucky still wants to hear, you know, from her and, um, yeah, it just kind of shows, like I said, that Margaret is, is putting on an act to try to m- help Nucky deal with what he's going through. Okay. That's yeah. That's, I think that that's the best of it. it that's all what I saw. We go from that to Jimmy getting his nails done by his mom. And it's weird. Again, can this. I mean, it, you know, I was I was weirded out in episode one when we when we watched this. I mentioned that I was like, man, this this relationship is so weird. It just gets weirder for me. <laughs> like the farther we get along, the more like I'm like, what well, she she treats him like so oddly. It's like such my baby, right. my baby, my baby. And this is a, a hardcore gangster like. War vet, I murdered twenty people right. by now. At like, least, it's not like a, it's like, not like a, like a, <laughs> I don't want to say like sexual. It's not like a, 
that could be his wife weirdness. It's more like a like what you're saying. It's like a kid, like yeah. like she's wanting it's to like she's baby him, but at the same time, she's also yeah. basically she well no not basically she knows what he's doing. She 100 percent knows because right. we've seen her in the house with the Commodore, like she's right. in the background and they're and they're talking about how they're going to ruin Nucky, right? So she's she knows what's going on. Then it gets even weird because you are kind of it's like it's almost like she wants to be like the power, but but behind the power, yeah. yeah. She doesn't want to be in charge. She wants to be the the puppeteer or whatever behind the power, kind of. Right. That's kind of what I'm getting because this is the point. Like I was, I talked about in the the scene prior to this where Nucky or uh, not sorry Nucky, uh, Jimmy mentions to Capone, you know, that his dad made an honest living. And now right here, he even says, he's like, maybe I should have gone into something else. Like, you know, Al's dad right. was a barber. And then she's like, could you really see yourself like that? You know, like, yeah. bro, like maybe he wants to be a butcher or like maybe right. he wants to do something like that. Maybe he wants to, I don't know, make kettle corn down on the boardwalk. Like, let him <laughs> do what he wants to do instead. But I. Well, and see, and the only. um while I agree with you that she is trying to be the power behind, you know, behind everything that's happening, I do feel like she was pushing him to overcome his fear of, you know, what he's what he's trying to do. Because what he said was that, you know, but maybe I shouldn't have gone with this harder life. Maybe I should have gone, you know, with a an easier an easier route, like, you know, being a barber right. or whatever. And she, you know, kind of pushes him like, no, 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 that's, that's not the kind of life for you. And you're, you're stronger than that. You're, you can handle this harder life. So it's, it's kind of, it's a double-edged sword there. Like you, like I said, you know that she's trying to pull strings, but she is trying to push him to be more than what he imagines he can okay. be. It, I don't. It's, it's weird. A, it's just. <laughs> I don't know. I I agree with you, but I don't at the same time because I feel like Jimmy would be happy being like a barber. I feel like he would honestly be happy. You I think, think so. I think that if he was making an honest living, I think at this time period, right now, I think he would be happy. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, ten know, years man. from now, he's got that. He's got the Wolverine. He in does. There. He, he does one hundred percent. He does, <laughs> and he would be the guy that's a barber that does all that stuff. And then once or twice a year, he goes hunting, and <laughs> and he he gets it out. Okay, that's what I feel like is Jimmy. I guess that's uh, I guess that's what the Commodore yeah, was essentially. The, that's why he's got uh, that bear in his in his that, office. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I don't know. I. I just I don't know I I don't know how to interpret it exactly, and I I know for a fact that this is going to come about later. Like I do remember this coming about right. later, and we can tell it's not a spoiler alert that this is going to come back up. Like we can tell a hundred percent that that this is going to be an issue for him. He's he's really struggling oh, yeah. with finding who he is right now. I I can't wait for more of that to come about. Uh, so this would be a perfect time for us to go on a little break. Oh, well, and, and one more thing about that scene that I wanted to bring up is that, um, you know, we, we said she's trying to uh, Jimmy's mom is trying to be the power. Uh, Jimmy's wife comes in and asks about, you know, their conversation. Like, what, oh. are, you, what are you talking about? And Jimmy's just like, no, nothing. Go away. Like he completely brushes off his yes. wife and is 
you know, putting his full trust and, and everything in, in his mother. And it's just, again, like I said, just really weird. Like, dude, that's your wife. And you're just going to like, just go away. I'm talking to my mom right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just, just real weird. I didn't think about that. Yeah. No, you're right. I, I honestly, I, that it didn't click to me that much when that happened, but no, you're right. That's he's, he's not listening who, which he should, he should listen to his wife. You know, like this is right. I, yeah, no, I agree on that. It's yeah, it's weird. <laughs> That's all I can I can say. We could do a whole podcast on it, just going. It's weird. This is just weird. <laughs> I was gonna say. I think I think we can agree at least that it's it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, from that, we're gonna go on break, and we're gonna have a little um, word from our wannabe sponsor. So uh, enjoy, <laughs> and we'll be right back. Here at Bootlegging, we have a following of over 15 people across three types of social media platforms. What does it take to get the quality content that these listeners have come to expect? Beer. And not just any beer, local beer. Eureka Heights is a Houston-based brewery that has been dishing out amazing beers for at least one week. They have the amazing Hoppy Mini Boss or the Creamy Buckle Bunny, which are two of the favorite beers of the two hosts of this podcast. We want to thank the people over at Eureka Heights for their passion in brewing, and we want to say, can we get a freebie? Now, let's get back to chin wagging. And we are back from our break. Um, So hopefully that little uh, break gets us a sponsorship. I'm trying to get a sponsorship, my bro. (laughs) I'm just trying to get free beer. That's I'm it. Not, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I just hope that they don't like do a cease and desist. <laughs> That's like my biggest worry. So, so it turns out we own all your podcasts now. Thank you. <laughs> hey, if they give us free samples, I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Right. <laughs> all right. So we're back, and we're going into the one character that we all kind of feel bad with with this one episode only this one episode though. Oh, okay <laughs> uh we get to see lucy is i guess kind of i'm trying to think how to work she's kind of reliving i feel like her uh her her life yeah she's, you know, getting she's a little taste yeah exactly she's getting a taste of what it, what it used to be like and to be honest we're i'm seeing a side of lucy now again another side of her that i didn't think we would really see where she's really not that bad of an actress right, right? like i mean she's not it's nothing great i mean i'm not watching you know the, the greatest <laughs> thing ever but her doing this little monologue it's not bad right it's it's better than i could do 100 it's better than i could do i would and be like sitting there reading and being like yeah 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 well and i think that's why cantor kind of uh said like oh this part was made for you and um again i I didn't do a ton of research into the play uh into the musical but that's kind of um that's kind of the basis that her the situation she's in right now is kind of the basis of the musical and so i think that she's kind of tying in her um her experience so far is kind of helping her with her acting right now. Uh, I, I, 
air quotes around acting because you know she's <laughs> she's standing in front of a mirror just talking to herself but right. uh, but you know it's it, it lends to that and uh it it's what's propelling her um emotion and acting ability at this point so um and honestly i i guess that really gives a little bit to the actual actress who is playing lucy right now and that you can kind of pick up on that in the show so she's right. like i don't know she she's really uh tying in that that experience um of being locked up and you know not being free to do what she wants um and tying that into her quote mirror acting so yeah i thought it was a i thought it was a really really well done scene for for that actress i don't know her name sorry <laughs> it's like plot Roz. it's a it's a it's a weird name. I, I hate, I hate saying that. Like people, it's a very, her name is very different. It's it. I can't, I honestly can't think of it. It's like Plaza. Uh, Pla, Roz. I, I can't remember. I can't remember. I, I don't even want to guess. I can't. Well, remember. kudos to her either yeah. way. Cause uh, it was very believable and very, uh, very layered um, acting there. So, and the party pooper of the century comes in on her and sees her acting. And at first, when I first saw him come in, I was like, oh, Michael Shane is going to feel bad for her. He's right. going to be like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, let's go out. Right. right? And instead, he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah, he's- and, but even when he, like, takes the script, because he takes the script from her and, you know, asks her, like, what is this? You know, what are, what are you doing? This is what you want to be doing is just acting or whatever i kind of thought that maybe he was going to go in that direction like okay well i feel bad for you let's like read some lines or some shit together like i thought something was gonna happen there okay but no (laughs) he just just takes the script and like no you're my property basically (laughs) it's like you don't do anything i you're here to carry this baby and that's it yeah no that's it and that's all like he, and he like throws her into a room like grounds her essentially yeah, yeah. like that's I don't, I don't know any other way to put it other than he like essentially yep, grounds her from doing anything fun right <laughs> and he's just really he's really upset and i don't know if he's upset like when i was watching i was like is it because she's smoking and she's been drinking and is that why he's upset because he's like no this is what's bad or is he just upset because it's like no he knows that somebody's now been over there and so now somebody's been over there yeah his life is on the edge you know because maybe my wife will find out what's right happening. but even like i mean uh, obviously i think those things you know played to it but he even says directly like i don't want you getting ideas in your head that you're going to go back to this right now while you have this baby right you know while you're carrying this baby so don't even get ideas like i think he was most upset that she even had the idea that she might go try out to uh you know be in this play it's just he's that strict and just no don't even start thinking that you're gonna go try out for this play okay and that's what he was most upset about it it's just really like dude you gotta lighten the fuck up <laughs> yeah i know that's the thing he knows how to do it he hooked yeah. up with lucy obviously yeah, he exactly. knows how to <laughs> but obviously with this he doesn't i i mean yeah that's i, I don't have anything else on it other than right i i kind of feel bad for it and it, and we'll see later on how more i guess this can kind of come about 
after Michael Shannon's ruined everything to, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I still even have it in my notes. I just cannot write it any other way. Uh, Nucky's meeting with uh, Milk Toast. Milk toast. <laughs> <laughs> and there, now I, I did, I spoiled last episode a little bit. I don't know if you remember or if you caught on to it. I mentioned how in the last episode, our last episode of the podcast, I mentioned how, um, he can't take a hint. I was like, yeah, I was yeah. like, this is a scene where he can't. This was the epi- This was the scene from that. I was getting them mixed up. It, it, it's not really a spoiler alert, you know, right. but I was getting them mixed up. So he gets a call in from the attorney general, Shooter McGavin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we really need to write our own script for Borderlands. <laughs> <laughs> like it's the same actors, but playing other Ag shooter, <laughs> ag shooter McGavin. He's got the gold jack. Oh my god! Uh, they're meeting with the attorney general, or he's having a phone call. The attorney general is essentially like, "Nucky, thanks a lot for everything you've done, but fuck off. I yeah, can't help you." Yeah, like, exactly that. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna help you with this. Sorry, bro, but thanks. Oh, that's a federal <laughs> level. You're on. That's a federal. You're on state. I'm at yeah, federal. I, I yeah. can't. Nothing I can do. Yeah, I can't get involved in state affairs. Yeah, I am very important. <laughs> <laughs> I did like how he's the attorney general having this stuff brought in, right? Like wine, and he's yeah. literally like, "Why <laughs> yeah. are you stacking this wine over here? And why are you doing this?" Like he's like out in the open. By the way, I have alcohol in my in my yeah. office. Well, yeah, why would you stack general. wine next to the radiator? <laughs> <laughs> now. I will give you a little bit of a spoiler alert. <clears throat> in real life, um, this actual attorney general, this real politician, he was he wasn't indicted, but he did resign in like nineteen twenty four or twenty five yeah. for bribery, election fraud, um possession of alcohol it's something else like literally Damn. everything he's doing right here he 100 was completely like like thrown out there where everybody was like yeah he's he's a horrible person <laughs> wow well then. yeah i thought that was kind of like a that's an interesting little history out there because he is a real that, that is a real you know politician he's playing and 100 was the guy who was piece of shit <laughs> so you know enforcing the law of one way while doing what you're not supposed to right the other way right so. <laughs> as as is the case and during these times during yeah only these times not now not so now. <laughs> <laughs> from there we've seen the this is kind of like a big reveal and it's really the only time well, that uh, let me, oh, go let ahead, me just go add one more thing about that scene uh, Nucky gets this bad news from from Ag uh, Shooter McGavin that like he's not going to get any help. So this is, I mean, Nucky is starting to get desperate. Yes, and he just hangs up the phone and throws that shit. Like, and it's just like wow, he he's really starting to to feel the pressure yes. about this whole situation because he's not even getting help from his from people that owe him favors. Yeah, he's not getting help. So I thought that was um you know a, a nice character it, it shows that nucky is is worried he's in irl yes. so he's cracking a little bit under the pressure right now yeah like not a lot but a little like this is the most we've seen nucky kind of lose it essentially right, right. we go from here to seeing 
uh, Rossi, and I think this is the only scene this episode where we see Rossi and Lucky, if I'm yes. remembering correctly. It is. Okay. And and um, uh, Meyer. Meyer. They're meeting with, and I completely forgot to write down the guy's name. They're meeting with another uh, mob figure in um, uh, New York. And spoiler alert on this, he becomes a very big character later on. Oh, really? This guy is, he definitely comes back. Huh. Um, He comes, I can't remember if it's this season or if it's next season that he becomes a lot more important. I can't remember on that, but I do 100% remember. And and this is a real this is a real mob figure. This is 100%. This is a real guy. He really was like I said, this is a true to life thing. Uh but yes, this is he becomes a much bigger figure later. Right. And we find out that the two people that Jimmy um <laughs> shanked to death, yeah, were his cousins. Right in his uh, territory. Yeah, this happened in his territory, and you know, obviously, he now knows that there's a card game running in his territory. Right. He does, though. He does, uh, you know, and you know, I'm sure we're going to talk about that here in a second. But he kind of uh, hints that he knows Charlie on yes. some level because he's like, "Oh, this kid is always trouble." Yeah. Like, oh, okay. So he he knows Lucky somehow. <laughs> well, he even th- well he even call it says to him, he talks to him in Italian, and he says, "Why do you hang out with these Christ killers?" Right. Exactly. Yeah, they start having their own conversation right in front of him. <laughs> right. Because he, the 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 Italians and the Jews they were not getting along. Right. right. Like they, they it was not a and at this time you were set you had the Greeks. You had the Irish, you had the Italians, and you had the Jews. Right. And they were not getting – like none of them they, – they're they they're working together, but they're working together as little as they can. It's the yeah. same thing. Like what Jimmy – Nucky went over with Jimmy when he was over there is you can stay over here all you want, but they will never make you a man – a made man because you're Irish. Right. You're not Italian. Right, exactly. It's the same thing when you look at um, Goodfellas, if you ever watch Goodfellas. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Oh, my God. Uh, uh, I cannot – the actor's name, my my cousin Vinny. Um, oh, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. You know he'll 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 never be made a made man because he wasn't Italian. Right. You know, it's just not going to happen. Um, same thing with this is the uh, this other guy. I, I God, I wish I could remember his name. He he doesn't understand why Lucky is hanging out with the Jewish Tom people, Hardy's the Italian Jewish brother. mafia, because we get a the big takeaway though from this scene to me. Is we find out that not only did Rothstein know they were doing gambling, he was taking a cut. Right. And a not big even just cut. a cut, but like fifty percent is what they said. Like uh, forty. I think it was forty. Oh, I thought it was fifty. It's maybe I mean, it, was it was still a huge cut. Yes. So for not even yeah, doing anything. <laughs> right. And and um you know, Rothstein's the one that proposed this deal with the Italian guy anyway. Like, Charlie yeah. and Meyer had no say in this entire <laughs> conversation. Rothstein just tells him, look, this is what they're going to do to settle it. Do you accept? And the guy's like, yes. And then they just leave. <laughs> like, And that's it. Like, Meyer and, and, and Charlie have no say in it until, you know, uh, Meyer finally speaks up. And he's like, hey, man, 
we're already giving you like almost half of the half of the cut yes. from the from the card game. Now we got to pay ten percent to this other guy, and the only thing <laughs> that Rothstein says is like, "Well, now you know why I get that cut," and he yeah. leaves. And it's just like, what the? F- <laughs> well, to be because to be fair, if it wasn't for Rothstein, they would probably be dead. Oh yeah, yep. I mean, yeah, that exactly. to, to be honest. If it wasn't for Rothstein, I almost guarantee you they would be dead right yeah. now. Even though it was not their fault what happened. Right. Right? Those two guys that got killed, it was their fault. Right? right? It was 100% their fault. You know, Jimmy's the one that killed them, but it was their fault. They were the ones that were robbing Jimmy yeah. for winning money fairly. Jimmy wasn't in a setup to win that money or anything like that. Right. So, right. yeah. Uh. We finally get to see my favorite character. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't get a beat on you. <laughs> we Why see does Mickey he have to wear that fucking bowler because it's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Don't just, you dare make fun of that bowler cap on his little pinhead. <laughs> my God, <laughs> on his little pinhead, I love it. <laughs> I'm gonna get a bowler hat. Like, I almost, I actually found one. I was at this antique store oh about a month God. ago, dude. I found one. Dude, you know how much a bowler hat cost? Like yeah. a real one, a legit bowler hat like that. At an antique store, I found one was not in the best condition. Eighty dollars. Shit. Dude, I want one, but not that bad. I'll just. I'm not buy spending a mall 80... fedora. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> like I was really so. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Eighty bucks for one of those things. Oh. But I really want one. <laughs> <laughs> so we see Mickey Doyle is meeting with um, Agent Michael Shannon. They, which is like that, it blew my mind. Like, what the fuck is happening right now? I still don't. So Shannon's taking a cut from Doyle for, I guess. Doyle's ratting out people. Yeah, to him. He, that's the only thing I could think is that like Doyle's over here just ratting out the competition. Like we we were talking about that earlier that you know drug dealers now are ratting out the competition to get them arrested so that yeah. you know there's no more competition. So I guess that's what Doyle's doing. But I mean, Agent Michael Shannon is there in the operation right now. Yeah, where things are happening. And he's it's not weird. he's not taking down Doyle at all. Well, like, Doyle even says happening? something like, if you want to make some extra money, you can sell me back some of that confiscated yeah. booze. Yeah. So And Michael Shane's like, Are you admitting to me right now that you're bootlegging, sir? And Doyle's just like, ah. <laughs> like he, just, <laughs> he, he just laughs it off like no big deal. Like, what is happening right now? Like, who is I it it really confused me this entire scene because right. I don't know what's happening. Well, and then Doyle gets equally confused, and we we skipped over this a little bit with the uh, last scene where he was with Lucy, where Lucy tells him, you know, Nucky was never boring, right? Or Nucky was oh, at least yeah, fun. That's right. Yeah. And then in this scene, Michael Shannon says to him, "Was like, did you find Mister Thompson fun or something yeah, like that?" Yeah. And Doyle's just kind of like, what "The fuck." Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What did this probie just ask me? Hold on. And so we see even like Michael Sheenan's. I don't know if he's if Lucy's growing on him or if he's realizing like I should change or if he's honestly just getting like peer pressure where he's just kind of like, 
I need to fit in. Like I need to be the cool guy. You know, I can't tell. I honestly can't tell. Yeah, it's really hard to get a. And and Doyle says it best. Like I can't, I can't get a beat on you. I can't either. I don't know what the fuck's happening. <laughs> like one minute, I think he's like legitimately on the line. He's busting people. You know, he's having his wife come down to town. He's busting people. Yeah, he's having... he does that whole setup at that restaurant to, exactly. to just fuck everyone over. It's just uh, what do you what do you, what are you doing, Michael Shannon? I, know, I can't bro. figure it out. I honestly, <laughs> I can't figure it out. Like I'm trying my hardest, and I just I can't do it. <laughs> So and then we see the biggest weakness that and Doyle points it out to him his biz, his biggest weakness that he has when he stares up at the like, little like it's like a 1920s centerfold of a yeah, yeah. of a woman's <laughs> uh bare bottom right which then transitions also to um we see Lucy staring at herself in the mirror uh, nude you know she's looking at right. her pregnant body yeah I believe that's a CGI belly is it I think it was so. very convincing. Like, <laughs> I don't I think watching, she's really like, pregnant. So is she actually pregnant? Because it kind of looks like it. I think I read somewhere it's CGI. Oh, wow. So, because I don't think she was, because when she's wearing the little romper thing, it looks super mm-hmm. fake. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's true. Yeah. So I don't know. It was just kind of strange. Like, but, but, I mean, and we know what she's doing because remember she talked about in season one when, um, Margaret had to get nude in front of her, and she was like, "Oh, your body's wrecked," or something right, like that. You right. know, now she's seeing her quote unquote her body is becoming wrecked. You know, yeah, she's pregnant. Yeah. You know, her body will never be the same. Uh, right. Whatever. I guess we see everything going through her head now, where she's like, "I'm really pregnant." Like, I she doesn't like it. You know. Right. We see Nucky back at that office, and. Eddie's, Eddie's, I like how Eddie's like has to pick up the phone. Like there hasn't been calls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and uh, that's, that's kind of why I brought it up a little bit um, earlier that, that uh, Nucky threw the phone because like, that's all Eddie cares about right now. Like yeah. he walks in like the phone's on the floor. What's had like, no, no wonder no calls have been coming through. Last episode. And he cared <laughs> about the antique like, furniture just, just leave it there. And he can't, Eddie cannot even focus on anything else. No, but but like, I need to pick up that phone. (laughs) Eddie is freaking hilarious. I love Eddie. (laughs) So Matt Murdoch's coming in. Now, I do want to call him Slater just because Slater's such a badass name. It is a cool name. It is a very, and it's not like a made up name. Like he's like, oh, my name's like, my name's Slater. Like. Oh, that's a badass name. All right. <laughs> so Matt Murdock's coming in. <laughs> and he's essentially propositioning, propositioning Nucky on his yeah. talents, if you want to call it that, right? Right, right. And he's telling him, you know, I can get things done for you. I can do this. I You have some problems going on. Right. I can help you out, right? And Nucky's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I like what he even says. But he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. He goes, the fact that you don't know means that I'm needed more than than I originally thought or something yeah. like that, right? Yeah, he says, if, if or, um, is it if you don't know or if I have to know? Yeah, it's like, if you don't know, then you need me more than, than I thought you did. Something, yeah. So Nucky never says yes to him. He right. never tells him yes, but he doesn't tell him no. And we see right. later that he's... 
essentially, I mean, I would put it, he's applying for a job, basically. Yeah. And, and he, he takes action. Uh, he, oh, yeah. This guy's obviously a man of action before, you know, being told that he needs to do something. This guy just makes that shit happen. <laughs> yeah. The big scene now to me, this isn't the big scene of this of this episode, but the, one of the biggest scenes is Lucy's about to throw herself down some stairs. Now, this is a really hard-hitting scene because whether Dude. we like Lucy or not, right, she is so miserable with her life, she's willing to throw herself down some stairs, not get a back alley. Because, I mean, obviously abortion wasn't illegal, wasn't legal at this time period. Right. right? She can't have one. But – not I, and I don't know. Did they have back alley abortions back then? I actually don't really know. Yeah, I'm not sure. You know, she's willing to throw herself down some stairs. She's. It's not a. Let me think about it. No, she's about to do it. Like right. she's literally her toes are over the edge. She's about to throw herself down some stairs. It when, was a rough scene, dude. Like when when that first came uh, up, I'm like, oh my god, no, don't. Just, just. I thought she was gonna do it. I really did. Yeah, I thought she was gonna yeah, do it. Me too. I was like, we're about to see her just fall down that flight of stairs. It, it, it incredibly tense scene, and it gets just interrupted by this delivery driver asking for. Um, Mr. I can't think of the name, but it's his alter ego. Uh, yeah, Michael Ma- Shannon's alter ego. Marvin? Not Marvin. I feel like it starts with an M. Eddie Cantor says it. I cannot remember it. It's, but it's him. It's, yeah. it's his care, um, uh, delivery for this person. And we find out it's that record player. Uh, that well, uh, the name I can't think of the name of it. But it's the record player <laughs> that she was talking about earlier. And it, we find out that it was Michael Shannon that had it delivered. Right. Which to me then begs the question, did he have that delivered because he's like, let me just – I was rude to her. Let me help out. Or did he have that delivered because she said you're no fun like Nucky and then he asked Mickey Doyle, am I fun or not, right? Right. Is he literally trying to bribe his baby mama? Like is he actually – I kind of feel – let me word it this way. I kind of feel he's falling for Lucy. Um, Not necessarily in love, but I think that he is finally like, she's more than just some girl I happen to get pregnant. Right. And if yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that's probably happening too. But I also had the thought that, you know, is he doing this? Out of self-preservation, possibly, just to keep her set, you know, just keep her shut up. Like, okay, give her something to to keep her there in the apartment and keep her at least a little bit happy so that nothing, you know, leaks out um, anywhere else. But I I don't know. I think there was a lot of different motivations there uh, in Agent Michael Shannon for doing that. But um, okay, I'm not sure which one was the prevailing uh, prevailing feeling there. Margaret going downstairs. She sees <laughs> this scene's kind of funny to me, and I'll get into why I found it funny in a minute. We see Margaret's downstairs, and she's with uh, the the help, right? Yeah, she goes down to the uh, the maids' quarters there, right? And she's trying to be one with them. She tells them, "Oh, pour another uh, glass, you know, for everybody." Right. Um, I feel like though they they. they this is kind of like 
you have that boss, right? That wants to be a part of everybody else. And you're, you're right. like, you're never comfortable. Right. I kind of feel like this is Margaret. Like Margaret wants to be down there. Cause Margaret does want, I believe that Margaret does. She's not down there to try to get approval or anything like that. I feel that she's down there because she's wanting somebody to talk to. Yes. But she's going to the wrong people. So. Well, uh, and I feel like, and I, I kind of mentioned this in the last episode that when, um, uh, Murdoch was talking to her. Um, she seemed to start having some sentimental feelings for her homeland. Right. Like she wanted to hang out with other Irish people. She was, she was happy to start talking to, you know, Gaelic and everything like that. Um, it was, and, and so I felt that maybe she was trying to reach out to these, these girls for that reason is because they're, they're also Irish. She even, when she goes down there to start talking to them, she brings that up. Like, were you born in Ireland or, or right. in America? And she, oh, I was born in America. And she's like, Oh, good for you. Cause you would have yeah. hated Ireland. So, <laughs> but I feel like that had a lot to do with it, that she was trying to find, um, a, you know, a, a, a country person, a countryman to, to talk to and to, to connect with again. Because she's basically completely transformed from that from that person now. Yeah, she's she's not that you know simple Irish girl that came to America anymore. She's totally invested in in this lifestyle and this uh, corruption, for lack of a better word. So well, yeah. I mean, we got to remember episode one. She was married to an abusive baker's assistant. Right. You know, that was a drunk, an alcoholic, and all of that. She went from that to this is essentially, I would say, what, one year later, two years later? Not that right. not that long. Right. And she's in this amazing house with three people helping. You know, she's she has employees. Right. You know, she's completely changed from who she was. Who are who are people that she used to be? Like yeah. her her maids are what she was. And she she's said that on multiple occasions. Like, yes, I used to be I used to be a help. I I used to be a maid for for other people, and so it's kind of um, you know, like I said, I, I feel like she's looking for that kind of connection, um, with her countrymen uh, and just with anyone. Yeah. I mean, Nucky's off on his own thing, like, and she, uh, like we said earlier, she's trying to do everything she can to aid Nucky in this time. Um, where it's very difficult for him. So she's not trying to burden him with anything. So she's looking elsewhere for, you know, to offload her own burdens. Yeah. I do like the toast that she gives. Did you, do you remember her toast? No, no, I don't. So, you know, Jimmy toast to the lost. Every time he does a toast, he does it to the lost. That's his thing. Right. Her toast is uh, the first. The first drop kills. There's no harm in the last. That's right. That's right. I was, I, when I first heard that, I was like, that's a very cool toast. Right. Right. Because it's not the last drop of alcohol that kills you. It's you taking that first drink is what right. does it in. So I, I thought it was cool. I was like, that's a very Irish saying. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it very much is. <laughs> um, so the funny part I found in this scene, though, is at the very end of it, after she's done trying to be part of the common folk, if you will, right. um, Nucky 
is there and he's he comes he comes down and he's like or we're, i'm gonna take you out right i like how the girl hides the bottle of booze from him yeah <laughs> it's like yeah. oh i can't let him know we're drinking like, like, whoops you th- he probably imported this bottle <laughs> yeah right <laughs> i just thought that was kind of funny that she did that that so, is funny we see nucky's so nucky's coming down though and he's he's basically like i'm taking you out we're gonna let we're gonna let nobody know that anything's happening right our life is as it was a month ago, right? Yeah. And so he wants to take her out. So we go and we see that. Well, I want to get into the big scene, but beforehand, minor little scene we see. We see Michael Shannon coming home and right. he's seeing Lucy dancing kind of erotically. I guess yeah. I would put it to this music that she's listening to. And we do see, and it's the first time in a while we've seen this, we see him smile. Yeah. It's not a big smile, but we see him smile. He's kind of happy to see her. Yes. Which is, like we said, it's weird. We can't get a bead on him at this point. Right. Right. And it's kind of a, you know, he's, um, I, I feel like everything in the episode that we talked about with him so far is kind of coming into play here that he's, he does have this weakness for uh, you know pretty women and um he sees her dancing here and uh he sees that he's given her something that she hasn't had in a while and it's just a lot of a culmination of a lot of different things yeah. and he's feeling good about it i guess which like you said is kind of odd considering his character so far yeah. and how straight lace he's been and uh, what, what what's going on with you Michael Shannon man I can't <laughs> we're <laughs> I only going to find out more I can guarantee yeah, like, you like what what's going on man you're you're all over the place right now you're you're all over the charts I will say this hit like I said I really like obviously we both really like Michael Shannon as an actor right his character is like I like Mickey Doyle Mickey Doyle is my favorite character in just who he is right I really Michael Shannon's character and who he is and throughout this entire series is one of my favorites. It's a very like, layered, deep character. It is a very deep character, and I do really like it. We're seeing that more and more as each ep- as right. each episode progresses. Right. So we go now to our big scene. This is what I call our big scene. It's not the finale, but this is our big scene, right? Yeah. Okay. I have to get it out of the way because we're okay. We have Matt Murdock, right? Yep. We have Agent Michael Shannon, right? Yeah. We have Shooter McGavin, okay? <laughs> we we see that the uh, Commodore's meeting with the governor. Do you know who the governor is? The the actor. Wasn't he the, uh, he was the, um, in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Homer Stokes. <laughs> yeah, Homer Stokes, there you go. I have it in yeah, my he was the, uh... <laughs> Using the Confederate flag as a That's missile right. object. <laughs> I yeah. love that. As soon as I Fucking saw Homer him, Stokes, that's right. As soon as I saw him, I was like, I know who he is. Yeah. Even when you said that, I was like, oh shit, I do know that guy. What is he from? <laughs> oh, brother, where art thou? That's where he's from. I, just, <laughs> I love because that's one of my favorite movies. Like, that that's is awesome. one of my top favorite movies. And as soon as I see him, that's all I because I love that saying that he says in that movie using the Confederate flag as a missile object. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who ever heard of such things? <laughs> These boys ain't even old timing. 
<laughs> oh my god which that was the 1920s when that took place yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> so i love it like i love that so much i just thought that was so good so we have homer stokes now. We have governor homer stokes <laughs> we have governor homer stokes <laughs> meeting with the commodore and with jimmy um jimmy does they Jimmy basically says that war was nothing because you knew who your enemy was. Pretty much, you know, you kill you right. kill your enemy and that's it. Atlantic City is a whole new beast. I right. mean, it's you're at war in Atlantic City, but it's a different type of warfare. Yeah, uh, we see Jimmy. Yeah, I think he, it, what he says exactly is, um, uh, "That was war. This is Atlantic City, or something like that." Yeah. And, like the governor and uh, the commodore both just loved that. Even the com- the commodore was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Well said, boy. Good job. That's like, <laughs> yeah. It's we see where it's coming, and we see we do see Jimmy finally like I he's taking he's becoming himself because he even says like when the governor even says like something like with your dad he's like well I'm becoming my own man he doesn't want right. I don't think Jimmy likes him Jimmy does not like the Commodore he's willing to deal with the Commodore no I don't think so either. He's willing to deal with the Commodore, yeah. but that's about it. Yeah. Like, I don't think he likes the Commodore one bit, but I don't think the Commodore knows it. I don't think the Commodore, right. I think the Commodore legitimately thinks, oh, he's my son. He loves me no matter what. No, right. I think he thinks you're a piece of shit with well, dyed hair. I, I like, wouldn't even go that far, but I think that at least both of them understand that there's, uh, there's an understanding of respect there. Like, uh, they, they, they both at least respect each other enough to know that they're both doing whatever they need to do to get ahead they're trying to help each other now the commodore i'm not 100 percent sure where his priorities lie it seems like he's doing everything he's doing to help his son but this is the commodore we're talking about so (laughs) you know he's 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 a he's a twisted asshole so um (laughs) he might be trying to you know do something for himself i'm sure he's i'm sure that's in his mind but um like i said there there's just a there's at least an air of respect between the two um they know their place and they're gonna ride that as far as they need to in order to get whatever it is that they both want out of the situation now, now, random little thing, because I have it playing in the background, right? Mm-hmm. One of those little, this is where I love the filming of Boardwalk Empire. So they're having this wonderful conversation, right? You miss things in the background, right? right. They, they could have they could have 100% not done this, the, the creators of this show, and nobody would have thought one thing of it. I'm probably one of the few people that saw it. If you have this scene up, I want you to look at it, right? Mm-hmm. So they're sitting there, they're having their conversation, they're talking. You see the waiters pouring their drinks for him. They're literally, they have whiskey inside the pitchers. And, and yeah, yeah. How, that is such an attention to detail that I thought was amazing. Yeah. Right? When I, when I caught what they were doing, I was like, oh shit, because you can't see into those pitchers. Right, right? exactly. So it's a way for them to serve booze. And not serve booze, right? Right. It's basically they're they're pouring out of coffee pots. Is, yeah. Is basically what they're doing, and yeah, it's just whiskey coming out. <laughs> I 
I just thought that was a, that was a very cool attention to detail, kind of like what we talked about with that one episode where all the men have the coffee cups and they down. Yeah, them, you exactly. Know? Yeah. It's the little things Which like I that. Yeah, when you brought that up, I hadn't noticed that at first. <laughs> right. Which that's what I love about the the little things. Right. Yeah. That's and that's one of them I thought was cool. So we see that Nucky shows up. And Nucky's essentially like not welcome. He's well, it's no, it's not that he's not welcome. They kind of like they feel bad. Like the 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 lady that works the front of the dinner club yeah. is like, oh, I didn't think you were gonna be here. I'm and so- it's kind of it's kind of crazy that they like the entire restaurant understands that the the problems that Nucky is facing have something to do with the Commodore. Yeah, like. What exactly is happening here? <laughs> like, why would that be the assumption here? With, it's a worst with... kept secret. That's all it is. Yeah, it's a worst yeah, kept it's secret. A terrible secret. And so it kind of, you know, again shows uh, a lot of the uh, corruption going on in Atlantic City. <laughs> yeah. Nucky still wants to eat there because he's like, no, I said we would come here. Right. So they're ordering their food, and he ordered. Uh, uh, he orders for Margaret the lobster something. I don't. I don't remember the name of it. Um, right. But something lobster, and they just ran out of it. They just had the last one sent out, and he sees the Commodore. It's like all like stuffing it in his mouth. Yeah, right? yeah, just just <laughs> munching on that lobster. <laughs> so he's eating that, and this is I did not expect this. Right, like this is something I was expecting, like maybe mid season. Right. Like this is the first confrontation now between Nucky and the Commodore, and it's not a minor confrontation. This right. is a very serious like. Like, dude goes over there, Nucky goes over, knocks the plate out from yeah. under him, and basically says, Governor, how you doing? And I love that this happens. Jimmy just ever so – and I don't know about you, but I know that I, 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 I know me, and I know I would be this way. Jimmy just barely touches him and is like, Nucky, and then Nucky, Nucky would say, so take your fucking hands off yeah. of me. The way he <laughs> says that, it's like, oh, shit yeah like nucky's about to murder some people up in this house (laughs) like he is so upset at this point he's essentially and he even says he's like what is it the wording he uses i love it is uh the governor says you know um i'm sorry to hear about your troubles and what is it nucky says he's like i hope you have a prosperous career like yeah just threatening every single person long and prosperous political (laughs) career (laughs) And you can tell, though, but here's the thing. Nucky is down, but when he walks away, all three of them, and I don't want to get into it too much yet, but when he does walk away, all three of them are like, oh, shit. Like, maybe we've probably underestimated him. Yeah, and I mean, because at first, when he first walks up to him, and he starts, you know, like you said, he starts throwing a plate and everything like that. I was very worried that like, oh shit, he's he's just under so much pressure that he's just shown some weakness because generally when you see somebody, you know, doing a- acting in that way, it's kind of like, you know, tantrum. Uh, he's he's just, you know, at his end and he, this is all he knows what to how to uh, you know, what to do right. is just start threatening people, but what he says to each one of these, because uh, he says something to each one of them that kind of catches him off guard. Um, I think to the Commodore, he says something about, uh, well, you would, you know all about being a father, don't you? 
Yeah. Because um, uh, I don't remember why it prom- what prompted him to say that, but he basically tells the Commodore, you're a piece of shit father, so fuck off. And then, <laughs> um, like you said, he, he tells off uh, Governor Homer, um, <laughs> saying that, I hope you have a long and prosperous uh, yeah. political career. Um, very sarcastically, by the way. Um, <laughs> but then I, I think the, the most biting one was what he told Jimmy and it had to do with his mother and how the the Commodore didn't even want to know her name. He just yeah. said that one. <laughs> it's just what? like Jimmy gets pissed. And I put down on my on my notes, I literally wrote down, Nucky's playing this game and he won. Yeah, he the, absolutely the, did. I, I will say this, the Commodore didn't bite, but the Commodore was hurt. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Homer Stokes didn't bite, but he was hurt. Yeah, Jimmy bit. Oh yeah, Jimmy yeah, got upset. Jimmy stands the fuck up and like, yeah. He's... But that's all it took. It only took he. It only took one of them, and right. the fact that Jimmy bit, and because the Commodore even says, "Sit down, sit down." Like the Commodore then knows he's like, "Fuck!" Like yeah. we're now we're now we're competing with somebody we didn't expect. Right. And fuck it. All I, and I literally I have it in my notes. All I could put down is. Nucky's a boss at this point. Like that is yeah. literally what he is. Because when yeah. he walks away from that table, you can see it in his eyes. He is just like, oh, I, yeah. I own, I own all I of this. Fucked that <laughs> shit up. And and while we were watching it, uh, Beth even mentioned like that was like the most gangster I think he's ever shown himself to be in this series so far. Mm-hmm. Like he hasn't ever shown that level of like. I fucking own you people. No. And I'm going to show you that I do. <laughs> well, and I just like, like I said, like to me, it, it, everything even started from the very beginning of that, that, that whole scene when Jimmy touch, like I said, when Jimmy touches him and he says that you see Jimmy cower. Yeah. Jimmy's not scared of shit. Yeah. Jimmy is not terrified of a damn thing. And when Nucky says, take your fucking hands off of me, J- you if you watch that scene, Jimmy cowers and yeah. looks down and backs away. That is the first time in this entire uh, – that I can think of right now at least. That is the first time in this entire series we've seen Jimmy get scared. Yeah. And and I feel like that kind of comes up a little bit later here also. Oh, yeah. No, 100 percent. I've got, I've got plenty of notes on that. <laughs> <laughs> so – that's our big scene, though. That is the big, like the the big reveal, whatever you want to call it, for this episode, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the conflict. That, this right is the there. second episode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, that's no, no, what's this awesome. Is or third, third. Three. Sorry, yeah. third. This is only the third episode. We still have nine more episodes. Yeah. I, that's what I can't wait for. Is it's already that much? Right? Yeah, it's this explosive already. Like what? There's going to be some crazy shit happening later on in the season. <laughs> yes, there will. I told you, my favorite my favorite season is this one. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, from there we go, and we're seeing that um, another very good another scene. big scene, dude. Yeah. The, the alcohol is being delivered to the casino that Nucky may or may not own. We're, I guess we're not really for sure right now. Right. But either way, it's being delivered. And Matt Murdock shows up and it's like, no, these, this isn't Nucky's booze. This is yeah. somebody else's. We're not buying it. Yeah. And like I said, he takes the initiative and just like, no, 
no, no, no, we're not buying this. Right. The and the owner, the owner even is like, okay, I guess we're not buying it. Right. Him and Richard have a little kind of. They both see each other. Well, he even says he's like, "You're a soldier," right. and uh, Murdoch even says he's like something like that. So we see that they have a connect, some somewhat of a connection at this. Yeah, point. there is. Yeah, and Murdoch's telling them, "Pick up your stuff. You're not you're not welcomed here anymore." Gets into a minor little fight with one of the lackeys, mm-hmm. and. At that point, Richard pulls a gun on him, and he pulls a gun on Richard. Right. And they neither one of them pull the trigger. And he even says, he's like, why didn't you fire? Right. Right? Because they both have an – I believe it's – the big thing is, is we're seeing a side of Richard we haven't seen. Because we know that he has 100% respect, loyalty to Jimmy. We're now right. seeing him. He has a respect for somebody else. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. another soldier. And he even says – and. and uh, Slater even says he's like my beef isn't with you. I told you we're just not buying. Right, right. What he was doing wasn't wrong, right? And right. so he wasn't being disrespectful. He wasn't doing any of that. And I think that Richard sees that. And Richard sees like I can't kill this guy. Like yeah. he he will if he has to. But he's like at this point he's like I don't I I can't kill him. You yeah. Know? I like that. I like it. You know, we're seeing yeah, yeah. And both I mean, characters it's... are developing very well. They're, they're ve- we're, I don't. Know, we're getting another perspective of both characters, right? And I, I like that. Um, uh, both of these characters are kind of the same in the hierarchy. Yes. So now Richard is kind of uh, you know the muscle for Jimmy, and uh, Matt Murdock is the muscle for. Nucky now, which is replacing Jimmy because, you know, Nucky doesn't have Jimmy as his uh, muscle man anymore. So it's kind of cool that they're both um, kind of in the same situation. And I feel like that also lended to the reason they didn't get into any further altercation is that they both kind of understand, okay, we're we're in the same position. Not 100% sure where to go right now. So we're not going to escalate this any further, but just yes. know that I will put a gun in your face if I have to. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> like... percent, absolutely, they will. <laughs> so we get to see the final scene with Jimmy for this episode, and he's drunk at the house, right? And his wife comes in and. Basically, he's asking him how his night went, and she and she even says something along the lines of, uh, "I don't remember the exact wording that she uses, but she says something like, how's your father' or something like that.' Right. And he goes, "Which one? Which one? Yeah." And this is where we see that he's being so torn because Nucky yeah. is a father. It's and like as you have said before, at one point you really thought that Jimmy was his son, right? Nucky is a father figure to him. The Commodore is his literal father. Yeah. You know? And so now it's, he's torn between this is it. Do I go with blood or do I go with who raised me? The guy that raised me isn't always necessarily the greatest person. His biological father right now is the best choice because Mm. he's got a lot going on, but he's also a piece of shit too. Right. 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 And this, I guess kind of comes in with, where Jimmy's also wanting to be a barber or be, you know, this 
just making an honest living because he doesn't have to deal right. with this stuff. Right. You know, and he his life may be simpler that way, you know? Yeah. So it's not a long scene, but it shows a lot about what's going on in his head, you know, yeah. like and how torn and just damaged, I guess he really is. Yeah. Not just from war, like physically, but mentally, the guy is damaged both from war and just mentally. He's a damaged person. Yeah. You know? And I mean, he's got a lot happening in his life right now to, to balance and everything like that. So yeah. it's it's obviously weighing on him quite a bit. Um, I, I did also like, though, that we we see um, what what's his wife's name? Uh, Angela. <laughs> Angela. Thank you. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Because he calls okay. her Ange. That's right. So him and Angela kind of have this moment together here um, where in contrast to what we saw earlier in the episode where he just completely brushes her off because his mother's right there and he's, he's having a conversation with my mother. Go fuck off yeah. um, here. Angela is, you know, kind of filling that gap and comforting him and he's totally into it. And he's, you know, uh, you know, getting more intimate with her and they have this little moment together um where she's playing that role for him yes and i don't know if it's just because his mother is not present at the moment or if again in their rocky relationship so far if this is another up uh upswing in their relationship where they're starting to get you know a little bit more comfortable with each other a little bit closer uh, like I said, I know they've had all kinds of crazy shit happening in this relationship so far in this series, but yeah, it, it was it was kind of kind of nice to see that little um, that th- they shared that little moment. It's it gives a little bit more to their uh, back and forth uh, relationship they've been having. Yeah, we go from there to our last scene for the season or for the uh, for the uh, for the uh, the episode where Margaret is. The Margaret and uh and Nucky return home from dinner. Right. And Nucky like you, we kind of get an insight into why Nucky even flipped out so much. Where he even says, like, I don't ever want you to be sad. Because right. she was sad that she couldn't get the lobster dish, right? You know, she was right. like, Oh no. Right. And that was what ultimately set out because he realizes, no, I'm not gonna let her suffer. If I suffer, so be it. She won't suffer. Right. And so we find that that was why he was so upset is that he doesn't want her to be sad. Right. Right. So he's going upstairs and then we see that the help. Well, is and also going, before okay. we before we go to that, I mean, also he is like on cloud nine with himself right now. Oh, yeah. He, like Nucky's like, I just fucked over that table full of assholes and he's feeling good. <laughs> he even tells like the maid and <laughs> the maid. Like, he tells the maid like, no, get my get my black pinstripe suit, double breasted. And even the maid's like, oh, shit. OK, like that's oh. his power suit or whatever. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> so, so Nucky is like on top and he even like kisses the shit out of Margaret and Margaret's like, wow, OK. Like we we kind of get to see that Nucky is is a little digging himself out of his little slump yes. that he's been in. He's not in his silk pajamas anymore. He's he's gotten his confidence back, and he's he's kind of you know 
I feel like we're going to see a pretty, pretty strong Nucky coming into the next episode. I think so. Yeah. And we see that Margaret's talking with the help. Well, the help's talking to Margaret, not Margaret's talking. The help's talking with her. And the the girl even says something like, you're the girl in the photo or something. Or not, not the girl in the photo. You're the girl that I was calling about. She mentions the name. The name, yeah. yeah. That, we, uh, that I couldn't – we were trying to remember. I can't – I still didn't – I can't remember. I can't it, remember but... it. <laughs> and Margaret's basically like, you don't talk to me this way. I'm yeah. above you. Like her yeah. whole thing has changed. Yeah. She was wanting to be a part of them. And now yeah. she's like, no, I'm your boss. I'm your superior it's a hundred. She, she even does like kind of uh, the same thing that Nucky did, where because the maid like grabs her arm, yeah. And Margaret just like looks at her, looks at her hand, like get the fuck off me, lady! <laughs> <laughs> Don't you fucking touch me! <laughs> like it's, yeah. I, I I didn't get a lot at. You know, like I said, th- there's some episodes where the symbolism is like over the top in it. On this mm. one, the ending, I honestly, I even, I was a little confused. I don't know exactly oh, what yeah. all is happening. I think that it's intentionally left that way, though, because we still have a lot left in this yeah. season, right? We've got nine more episodes. So, but I, this is obviously going to come back up. This isn't the right. last that we're going to hear about any of this. So, right, and that's why I, I kind of at the at the beginning of the of of our episode here, I mentioned that like I feel like, um, because of the title, um. There was a lot of uh, we we see a lot of characters way different than yes. what they were in first season, and I feel like th- the most glaring example of that is Margaret. Because right now, at the end of this episode, I'm like, who the fuck is this lady? Even yeah. like, what do you have? What what is your history? What have you been doing? What I, you're not that meek little you know Irish uh, lady who was married to this abusive husband anymore. <laughs> you are a completely different person yeah. to me. Like you've got some crazy shit in your background that <laughs> I'm I'm assuming we're gonna find out soon. Oh yeah, definitely. I am I hundred percent imagine that. So that's how our episode ends. Uh did you have anything else? No, no. Um I think we talked about it last uh last episode also. This is a very very uh explosive episode. Yes. It was a real good one. I, I liked it a lot. And I said that about the last episode, but um, so far it's been kind of uh, exponential. Like each episode has been uh, so good, <laughs> better than the last in this in this season. So I'm excited to keep going. Now you see why this is my favorite season. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next episode we have it's called "What Does the Bee Do?" Um, I can't wait. I cannot wait. Huh. So I don't know exactly what's going to be happening, but it, I don't know it, what the I bee do. But I guess we'll find out. Because buzz. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> uh, we want to thank you all so much for listening in to us. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook at Bootlegging, a Boardwalk Empire podcast. Uh, we're also on inst- on Instagram at bootlegging.podcast. Twitter at bootleg underscore podcast. Uh, write in. Let us know what we're doing. If we're doing bad. We're doing good. Give us a, uh, Apple, or an uh, Apple or podcast rating on Google Play. Whatever it is that you're listening to on this platform, I hope it's Apple because Apple's the best. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little rivalry. I'm Apple. Yeah, so that's, uh, <laughs> and Android is, is superior. But that's fine. 
<laughs> Give us some ratings. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to hawk ratings. I'm not. We're not. We're doing this podcast for fun. Like, smash that like and subscribe button. Yeah, <laughs> we're not getting. We're not getting paid for any of this. You know, we do like to hear from people. Uh, I just yeah. Let us know how we're doing. You know, anything that's coming up in the future episodes, write in and let us know. Just don't spoil anything for us. You know. So. Until then, uh, that's all that I have. Christopher, anything else? No. No, that sounds good to me. Excellent. All right. Well, we'll see y'all next week when we talk about what does the bee do and talk in. All right. brother, there's an endless road to rediscover. Hey, sister, know the water's sweet, but blood is thicker.